1: Coming up on this week's episode of the Ask Women podcast, we go back to one of the very first episodes we ever recorded of the Ask Women podcast when there was one more nice lady on our show and all of us are going to be talking about what signs to look for that tell you a woman is DTF. That's down to have, hmm, you know, not a very nice word. Anyway, keep listening to this episode because it's also Adam Galad's first time on our podcast where he dissects how to write the best online dating profile. So stay tuned.
2: 1.com presents the Ask Women Podcast. Uh-huh. A place where two female comics and a professional wing girl get together to dissect the female mind.
0: You don't know how I feel.
2: And explain it to men in terms they can actually understand. Booze. Now, here's the lovely ladies of Ask Women.
0: Welcome to the Ask Women Podcast, where you get advice straight from the source. What's up, you guys? How you doing? I'm Haley White, and I am joined here today by my sexy co-hosts, comedian Kristen Carney and best-selling author relationship. Expert Marnie Kinris. And of course, our lovable, sexy man in the house, Mo love yep. Mo.
1: Yep. Love it. How are you guys doing? I Good. love that you were
3: introducing us. It sounded like the best-selling author was going to be attached to my name. And it felt <laughs> Wait, so right. It will one
0: day. One day. You never know.
3: It felt so those right.
0: children's books are gonna make it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Big
1: time. Your voice again, still so I know. sexy, different I've than last sick. time. Um,
0: I was like, just in my apartment, and I have been watching the best show ever, um, "Orange Which one? Is the
1: New Black." Oh, I'm watching. I finished it. Do you I know, finished know first when season?
3: I? Do you know when that, I heard? That's
2: of- a Netflix original series. Yeah, right? yes,
3: amazing. Do you know when I heard that show? The name of that show, I just assumed it was about tanning.
1: <laughs> really?
0: The no. untold story Orange of the Hollywood. <laughs> I've
3: been seeing the signs
1: everywhere, and then I share a Netflix account with my sister. Or actually, I steal her Netflix. I don't pay for it. Um, and I saw that she's been watching it, because you can see what they're watching. And I text her and said, like, is this a good show? Should I watch it? Or is it a waste of time? And she said, awesome. Start watching it right now. I started watching it. Two days later, I'm done yeah. with the full first season. Saturday night, I was amazing. getting
0: buck wild in my uh, <laughs> living room with that show. So but what is it about? It's about, um, it's a true story. It's about a girl who basically when she was like young 20s she was a temporary lesbian we've all been there yeah right right
3: nice. I, I love I love that term.
0: <laughs> um you know it's a face so she was dating this chick and basically her girlfriend in kind of like a um she needed some help smuggling drug money it was just a, actually a suitcase of money it didn't end up being anything more than that just on one of their trips so she's like sure whatever yeah and then she ends up getting caught later on when she's not a lesbian anymore and she's engaged. To so Jason she's just Biggs.
3: confused. She's a very confused. Woman. Not anymore.
0: She, she she's now like very like you know yuppie
1: white suburbia engaged yeah, and now she's going to jail. Yeah, and Jason exactly. Biggs
3: is an actor in the show, or she's yes. actually married to him in real
1: life. He's the he's yeah. the actor yeah. who plays right. her husband on the show. But it is based on a New York Times uh, article that was written about a guy. Uh, that's what you were saying. Well, it's based on a true story. Maybe the oh, article yeah, right, was right. written about her. Or- yeah. So, so
2: what? she goes to jail for drugs.
1: Uh, for smuggling the money. Yeah. So- yeah. For being involved in, like, the ring of helping out. Oh. She, she was named as one of the people. And the whole, the whole uh, I'm not going to give anything away, but it's just interesting to see what unfolds when she gets into this woman's prison. There's wacky, crazy characters, which I'm sure are obviously based on things that she really experienced. I think so, yeah. So, so, yeah, it's a good, a good it's a very, very uh, good you show. Know, for all
2: our guy uh, listeners, I think uh, finding a woman that used to be a lesbian is a great part
1: because it. <laughs> or you just know, temporary,
2: Because she's yeah. going to be down for threesomes. You can never be a... T- right.
1: Wait, never, is that right? I think so. So you're um, down for threesomes because you used to be a temporary lesbian? Um, kind of, Yeah. Like,
2: really? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there'll be rules in the threesome. I mean, you but... know,
1: it's like, it can kind of
0: change, but I, I think, yeah, I mean, I wasn't like a full-on les, but, you know.
2: Like a, but,
1: like a part-time lesbian. But she enjoyed I the,
2: the flavor of a little box.
1: No, no. See, then that's not a part-time lesbian. I don't know. That's, I, a, I, that's I don't... a part-time experiment I don't Maybe. even know what that is Maybe. if you don't like go down time, there you're not a lesbian it just seems
3: like to me like a part time lesbian is just a full time slut <laughs> well that could be true I did have those just kind of what it seems like it's more of a fun expression of just like freedom rather right. than sexuality really right but is no.
0: connecting with another soul mean that you're a slut Kristen I,
3: can't, I women don't have souls so I can't connect with them oh they have I souls swear. I swear they don't have any. <laughs> I'm the only one with one
1: the only one <laughs> yeah
2: um well mo you were
1: telling us about your weekend and you had an interesting story that you wanted to share
2: oh yeah i had an inter- interesting weekend so i was with a group of people for a birthday party um and okay. i walk into a house that sounds interesting it was so interesting <laughs> no but I, I i came into the house after you know a long day at the beach and we we're about to get ready at my buddy's house and he had all the you know my girlfriend was there but there are other girls there and i walk right in and i see this girl and she's this really hot girl looks like a model. Oh,
3: I was there. I think that yeah. was me. I think it was. <laughs> the yeah. girl with the soul in the corner. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was a model that night, so I didn't have a soul.
2: <laughs> but, but right away, right when I walked in, she was giving me this really interesting energy. It was a very high sexual energy. You know, she was talking over the other girls to get my attention. What does that give mean? Me like, yeah, what does
3: that look like? I've never embodied that energy before. So explain yeah. to me what that would appear to you. Okay, so, so
2: it's like when you walk in as a man and you feel the focus of one person on you directly. Okay. Like they are staring at you, staring holes into you. Not only that. You what, feel it. Oh, you feel it for sure. In and fact,
0: it's a scientific thing. When you're eight feet away from someone, whether they're looking at you or not, you can actually that energy is real, you can feel that they're looking at you. So even when you're turning your back, you probably yeah. could feel that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I was you know, and then I, I took off my clothes to go jump in the pool in front of the house and she's like, I could feel her staring at me the whole time. Oh really? God. When she was having conversations. <laughs> any any time <laughs> I said something she tried to take part in the conversation. She was definitely fighting for my attention. I'm thinking, my girlfriend's in the other room and this chick is ready to go right now.
1: Did she know you had a girlfriend?
2: I, I don't think she cared. She didn't care. She didn't care. She was ready to go. and I, But I kept this to myself and I'm like, you know, maybe I'm just – maybe because I'm on this show, I think all the chicks want me now. But no. You're <laughs> uh, like
1: hyper aware now. I'm hyper it's aware. Great.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So we get in the car, you know, cut to two hours later. Um, I'm with my girlfriend. I'm with my, my buddy who – it was his birthday and his girlfriend's friend and so on, right? And she's in the car and she's like, you know that girl at my house, the tall model looking one? I'm like, yeah. She's all, oh, that girl, she's kind of weird. She, you know, I'm, I'm friends with her outside and she called me today. And when she got to my house, she just wanted to know what man was off limits and what what man wasn't, and that she it was a Damn. full moon. She was ready. It was a full moon. Ow. She is ready to go. So
3: she was really hairy and like, I feel like <laughs> yeah. she came out. Yeah, <laughs> she starts growing fangs.
2: No, but but it got me. It got me to thinking. And I said, I totally picked up a sexual energy from her, like she was ready to go. And then it got me to thinking, like this has happened before, and I feel like for men especially, it's a problem because. Women sometimes are ready to go and we don't see the signs or we're too afraid to bring it up and then we lose our opportunity. Yeah, it's a window.
3: Yeah, it's it's definitely a window. And it's like the boner window. And women (laughs) yeah, the boner you got to capitalize
0: on that boner window. I mean, otherwise you leave and it's done, you know? Obviously your situation was different. But I've had that where you go into a room and you're like in the mood and you're and and especially if you're picking up on it, guys, like something's going on. We aren't subtle when we want something.
1: Right. We know what we want. For sure. So so what does that look like? So again, piercing through you or like at you. You can feel her from around the room. Well, I thought we could laughing talk at about your jokes.
2: during the man's playbook Oh,
1: that's perfect. I love that. So then let's get into this uh, week's chapter of the man's playbook.
2: On this team, we fight for that itch. On this team, we tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces for that itch. We claw with our fingernails for that itch. make the fucking difference between winning and losing
0: the longest intro ever i you know guys like seriously that?
1: i like it Well, i just like watching mo he gets really into it he could like, have gone
3: on for 10 more minutes he we, would have loved it you can't finish the chapter because everyone's asleep by the time that's over <laughs> and they like just stuck on one chapter <laughs> That was an amazing sound
0: effect. <laughs> oh my god! I do a really good snore. That was, That's a that snore. a
1: good snore. Yeah. Okay then. I love it. All right. So this week's chapter in the man's playbook is dedicated to taking action and what to do if you you've got an open window and you have like half an hour.
3: What do you do to get roll the girl? on? Roll through it just like Indiana Jones, baby. <laughs> <laughs> what is that <laughs>
0: i don't get it
3: i don't know you just picture the 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 big like heavy rock like coming down slowly and then you just get caught in oh it. i, I the... picture
0: a boner and then the window
2: like
1: <laughs> coming down to shut off, like close it, essentially, it off yeah the boner window like, no
3: no no can't have
1: it so what would you advise mo because you know, you've obviously been in the situation before
2: you know there was another guy who, who was with us that was single and i started trying to point this out to him
1: Was he getting the same energy or was it just you? You
2: know, I was getting the energy, but I think anyone could have taken it because this guy was a good-looking guy too. So I'm like, listen, boy, you're a good-looking man. I don't care if I'm getting the energy. You're the one who could take it home right now if you want to. It's like, I know we're all going out tonight. Right. But by the time tonight is done, she's going to be either gone with someone else or it's going to be over.
3: And you said he was a birthday boy, right? Yeah,
2: he was the birthday boy. That's
3: really sad. I mean, he he wasn't necessarily getting the energy I and then he know. didn't go with it. And, and he's and he ended a up super
2: good-looking guy and he has no confidence in himself. Mm. And I don't know why he doesn't, but he needs Because he hangs to. next to you, Mo.
3: It's uh, hard it's, to have self-esteem next uh, to someone as high as
2: you. <laughs> so tough. do you
0: think if he would have... Capitalized on it, then he could have had the chance to take
1: her home. I mean, yeah, he
2: could he getting, have had the chance to take her home. She was right game down. for anything, Ooh, really but wait a
1: second. It. So, let's say this guy goes up to her and he's like, She's game for everything. I'm just gonna start talking about my rock hard boner. <laughs> like, she's right, like does that officer. work? Does that work? Nope. No, it doesn't. Yeah. It's a complete turn off. It's disgusting and creepy. This, so, what? So, if she's got this energy, so Haley, you were talking about before, you know, like you've had that energy before. Yeah. we all have, maybe not Kristen, but <laughs> we have. So, like, when you are in that moment, what? are you looking for i think
0: that you're looking for a guy to be the aggressor because she's being aggressive in the way she's giving off energy she yes. obviously wants something it's on you to take it and approach it and pounce <laughs> um i do think you have to be classy in the way you approach her you know like your whole thing in like observation and like you know and be cute and funny don't talk about your boner but um <laughs> yeah it's, it, that's on you at that point she's looking for you to be aggressive and you have nothing to lose for sure i mean Worst case, it's like you misread her, and then it's nothing's happening, anyways. Have That's I re- true.
3: I've referenced three amigos on this podcast before. Oh yeah, I feel <laughs> okay, like a couple. Okay, of I times. have another one. I have another one. <laughs> um, there's a scene where uh, is this
2: from the Mighty Ducks?
3: No, 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 from Three Amigos. Oh, okay. <laughs> Didn't I just say Three Amigos? I don't know. You just, I'm just saying you, just, you have all
2: these, like, 80s and 90s cheesy references. Oh, yeah, I'm,
3: I'm no Mighty Ducks, though. That's that's below me. Okay. I am. Let's get what? back to Three Amigos. I totally Amigos. am. Anyway, there's a scene. Basically, what Haley's saying is Oh, where, oh you thought she said Emilio. No, Maybe no, that's no, why? No,
2: no, I, I just thought she was going to come up with a different movie. Oh, oh okay. No, no,
3: no. I'm sorry for interrupting. <laughs> My only movie is Three Amigos. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only one I've seen for a lot of years. But um, <laughs> Hayley was saying it's like we're putting out a big vibe, saying, hey, look at me, look at me, and then, like, you don't, and you just... There's nothing more a woman can do. Yeah, It's like, I've done everything I can, so anyway, there's a scene in Three Amigos where Steve Martin is standing on top of a wall, and he's trying to get the attention of um, (laughs) Chevy Chase and um, Martin Short, and he's basically like, Look up here! (laughs) Look up here! Look up here! And he's like, "Hey, you guys!" And like, they're just not looking, and so it's like he just got totally frustrated. And I just pictured that's what this woman was doing. She's like, "Look at me! Look at me! Look at me!" You know, like you can't make it any more obvious unless you just say, "Like, hey, you guys!" It's it's so
0: true. Great. I wasn't sure if that was gonna pan out, Kristen. that actually did work out. Yeah. What's Mm
2: -hmm. what's crazy is that you know she was kind of confined into our group because we all went out to dinner, but the minute we went to a bar i literally saw her for 10 minutes at the yeah. bar and then she was gone really she was just ready she, she was gone and it was a full moon she's like i don't know it's a full moon i got a moon ring on it's this turning a this weird color a moon ring is
3: a 1990
2: i think people get horny on full moons i do especially. Well, i get
3: horny a lot i don't know if it's on full I, moon you, like but. full just, moons like you just see like a giant bare ass or like you there's actually a plane. <laughs> <Why? moon. laughs> <laughs> it can be triggered in many ways.
1: Obviously, it's when the, like, I don't know, Mercury and retrograde. Is that the same thing? No. I never know. I hear we live in L.A. I hear all these things. Like, yeah. I'll walk into a retail store, I'll be like, "Oh, I have such a headache," and i will be like, "It's because Mercury's mercury retrograde." retrograde. Yeah. Like,
3: what do you mean? It's because I have a headache? I'm tired. I, have I love that, this that. I can
1: justify
0: why my life sucks yeah. just because <laughs> the planets are going backwards. Whatever. I think
3: we did. We sign the pot, the contract to do this during merc, Mercury retrograde. Is I that, think so. Did we really? Yeah, I think so. Bad sign. That's is weird. it a bad sign or maybe it's a good sign? It means it's a bad sign you're never supposed to sign anything Damn. or get into any obligations. Yeah, no long-term. obligations. Right. During oh god. Retrograde. It's
1: always in retrograde though.
3: Yeah, I don't even know what that means. means I don't know what it I'll means either. I'll tell you. Let's go hippie. Science moment. <laughs> um
0: when we actually Mercury has a certain orbit and it actually changes path right, at a certain time. So when it changes path and goes backwards, this is the most I'm sorry, there's actually real scientists listening. like this this isn't not even close. <laughs> yes, but it, basically it goes something. in the other direction
1: and uh for oh. a period of time. And everything gets fucked up. So right, pretty much. OK, that's interesting. Sorry, I took away from the story. That's but yeah. OK.
2: So well, one thing I was going to say is that before when I was single and I had these opportunities come up, I'd fuck them up. Because for some reason, I thought as a guy, there's rules. I, I can't just meet a girl in 30 minutes and say, let's go home. And she's going to say yes. But yeah, in this case, it was that's exactly what happened. And this this has happened before. I went to a party before with a girlfriend of mine. And we're just friends. And we literally got to the party less than thirty minutes into the party. She's like, "Hey, I don't need to ride home." I'm like, "What?" She's like, "I'm going home with this guy right now." Yeah. I'm like, "We just got here." She's like, "Yeah, but I haven't gone late in a while, and I need it so bad right now. I gotta go."
0: I think guys underestimate how much women love sex. I'm gonna say it. Guys are yeah. like, "Oh, sh-, I mean, maybe not." They Kristen. overestimate it. Okay, and that's why <laughs> we work. But um, I always was told, like, "Yeah, girls just don't really want as much, and they're always scared to initiate it." I'm like, "Fuck that! Yeah, we do." Yeah. And, and, and if you feel that. She's definitely in beast mode, as Mo would call it, and so
1: it's you got to capitalize. But she needs to be met with a a beast as well. Yeah, it's not like you need to like you waddle over to her and just like she'll take you right then and there. You have to actually bring something to the table as well. So you had a lot of situations where you lost out.
2: I've lost out, yeah. It's fucked up.
3: <laughs> but you've actually won in the end, because look where you are now. Exactly.
1: Yeah. You're with your lady. You're happy.
2: I'm with my lady.
1: <laughs> uh, I feel like that even happened, like, not for sex, but like, I've walked into a bar once, talked to a guy, I think for 30 seconds, and then just made out for the rest of the night. I yeah. love nights yeah. like that. Yeah, and it's fu- that's fun, because you're just in the mood for it. You're like, mm. I want to kiss somebody tonight, or I want somebody to grab my boobs. Like, something. I've had those urges as well. Totally I, love, I, just, I love kissing in general.
0: I oh, think it can too. be so passionate and like random and i remember like going into bars and just like make it out No, oh, yeah. i feel
2: like that's like there are women who go out at a bar and just want to hook up that night isn't there yeah like yeah. I, I feel like if you look at the percentages in a bar there's like i'd say like 40 percent of them want to just hook up that night and yeah, then just 40 percent yeah why not fuck it 40 <laughs>
3: He's i like guarantee you 40 of the women in the bar aren't single
2: well, well, depends
3: what bar you're going to. We're going to
2: like yeah. the older
1: people's bars now. I know. Like, yeah, if we go true. to a younger. I was in Huntington Beach this weekend, and they are having uh, the U.S. Open down there, and it was, it was all these young people. I don't even know when I've been surrounded by so many young people. Like young meaning like 15 to 22, and all of them and had like obscenities. The that was like me at Coachella. Them.
0: Everyone was like in eighth grade.
1: I'm I like, know, oh right? god! But all these girls were in bikinis, which was fine, but they all had like horrible things written on. Like this one girl had. Had something on her back that said stick it in here oh. I, I swear she was 16 years old oh. she was very she's ready to go yeah see she's ready to go oh. probably not oh if you god. went up there and was... you like
3: tried to stick it in she's like get away from me hopefully it know? was just an arrow pointing to her purse <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> stick your money in here exactly. would that would be okay but oh
1: god it was horrible anyway but wow, that's yeah. more aggressive than i at feel young, like when we were younger oh for sure but at younger bars yeah like people who are eight well I'm from Canada, so you can be younger and drink, but like 19 to 25, for sure, more people are single in those spaces. And if you're like taken or in a couple, you're kind of boring at those bars. That's true. Yeah.
2: So for our guys, then what kind of advice can we give them?
1: Okay. Well, number one is if you see somebody who's ready for it, like you got to be ready for it as well. You have to man up and approach them and you still have to flirt and give them the attention, um, but act on it. Don't. I don't want to say don't act like chivalrous or like a gentleman but you know there's no rules at that point there is no rules it's about having fun and having an exciting moment doesn't mean you're going to have a long term thing you're going to mess her up by having sex with her that night you're in a moment together and I think that the the main point I'm trying to make, although I'm blabbing on and on. No. Is just really, you know, seize the moment and yeah. go after yeah, it. Yeah, and it
3: this goes, is like Carpe La Slut. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. And girls
0: want an adventure. Like I think uh I remember a time I was at the Roosevelt Hotel and I met a guy and we ended up just running around the hotel and like making out in different rooms and it was like the best night of my life. Oh, it was like so fun what, back then. And it was like something that girls want an adventure. So if you're able to like be the aggressor and like, you know, take her outside and just like run around and, and kind of like Take her on an adventure. That's that's what she wants. Absolutely, especially a woman who's
1: in that mode. You're 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 up for something like a little riskier. And
2: and guys, trust your gut. Like if she's giving you that look and that energy, trust your gut and just go after it.
3: Right. And the confidence. I mean, the confidence will just if you don't have it inside. Build it just by the fact that she's noticing you and know that that means that you are something to her. For so sure. just use that confidence and don't worry about all the days that you haven't had confidence. What about her. if she's noticing Mo and totally ignoring you? Let Mo take her. I don't <laughs> think, but like trying to fight over. <laughs> Like battling like we're in the wild or something in the jungle. Um, I don't think if a man is being looked at by a woman for another man to intercept. It's kind of like when you have a sweet romantic dance like back in the 50s and then the man comes over and he's like, may I uh, step cut in, in or cut cut like, in? No, It's like, no, we were just enjoying the moment and then you kind of kill the moment. But so. You know,
2: she would have been down for a bridge.
3: But yeah, I mean, if she's a, if she's super okay. into it, and I think a bridge means a threesome. Is that what that means? Yeah,
2: two okay. guys. I, <laughs> I don't know.
3: Um, then go for it. <laughs> If she's wearing leopard print, go for it. She yeah, of
0: animal patterns involved, there's right. no question. Right, right. Jesus.
1: Well, that wraps up this week's segment or this week's chapter in the man's playbook. And before we wrap up to go to our break, I want to talk to you ladies about dating younger women because we have Adam Galad with us, and he is a specialist or an expert. That's in- just long
3: for God, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. For God. dating younger women, but I want to talk to you about what you think about older men dating younger women
0: I think it's a natural uh thing for women to date older men especially because women mature faster and I think that sometimes women are looking for something different in their life especially when you're around 25 to 30 then that some of the men aren't quite there yet so I do think that it's a natural thing for women to want to date older men um However, the gap can be tricky. If you're if you're 25 and dating a 40 year old, I found with my friends who've done that, it's hard for them to relate as much um, to kind of his world.
3: So, okay, yeah, I'm in total agreement. The the thing is, I think you're what you're missing, and I know this might sound shallow, but that's pretty much who I am. Yeah, but when you're <laughs> when you're right now, say you're 45 and you grew up in a time where. You know, this band, like Tears for Fears was cool or something like band, you know, and the, she doesn't know who that is. There's a disconnect because that's what shaped you. All those experiences have shaped you into the person you are now. And when you're with a, a girl who's younger and can't really connect to all those experiences, there is a huge gap. But you're, you, you guys know,
1: are talking about I, I, being in a relationship. In a relationship. Okay. Yeah, yes. So what about, what like, I guess this question is coming from, I, at my shower, like a long time ago, um... Uh, there were two girls who were having an argument there about one of my husband, you know, my then-fiance, but my husband's friends who was 37 and dating girls that were between the ages of 22 and 25. And one of them, uh, actually, no, both of them were kind of saying it was disgusting, um, and I was being, like, the middle ground for that argument. I forget what their whole opposing views were. But basically, they were saying it's disgusting and that he should be dating women his own age. And I find that a lot of... Women, especially older women, like 30 plus, get really disgusted by older men who want to date women in their you 20s. Know, I think
3: that happens because it sounds like a little insecurity on the woman's part. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's like, uh, you're only dating like girls that are really like thin and tight and look great and have no wrinkles. It's like, yeah, because... Because they're awesome. They're, they're That's <laughs> yeah. what they want.
0: But I do think I have found that I think men find it easier to... Date a girl where she's not really going to challenge him at all. So I'm talking like young, like, you know, tw- early, early 20s and they're like upper 40s. Like, that's a girl who's just going to be excited with whatever you give her. Well, what well, is wrong with that? Well, look. I well, mean, not, that's fine <laughs> for them, yes.
2: Men, the, 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 here's what's messed up for women, but it's great for men is. Men, we get better with age. Oh, know? don't do this argument. We, we get <laughs> it better. does makes me depressed, no, women, actually. I was women, talking about how my face was it's, getting it's saggy truth, in the bathroom. It, the truth is, is men get older, younger women, and all types of women find them more and more attractive. It's just how it is, and for these older men per se that didn't necessarily get those super hot girls when they were younger because they did not have the confidence to get those mm-hmm. girls. Money now that they've been, or the money exactly because right. yeah. a lot of men believe money and confidence go hand and it really does in some cases, um, but now that they're older. They have money, they have some status, they now understand women and have that confidence they didn't have when they were younger. They're going after these younger girls, and it's purely for physical. Like older men don't go after a younger girl to have a conversation. It's purely physical, it's the tight skin, it's the nice body. Well, and they're it's, more
1: exciting, they're more open, they're bigger risk takers, they're yeah. they they do not have as much like baggage
3: attached exactly. to them. They're not they haven't been hurt as much. There's not yeah. gonna be as much nagging and complaining. Yeah, exactly. Well, the which question I, I find th- is the core of a relationship. By the
2: way. <laughs> right. But but let's so let let's also talk about these girls. Like a yeah. lot of these girls aren't like coming from solid family homes. Right. So, some of these girls are missing that father figure in their life and 40-year-old dude becomes that kind of figure.
3: We were for talking
0: sure. about on the car on the way over here Marnie and I about how it is a psychological thing sometimes that like, girls are looking to fill that void of what mm-hmm. their dad didn't give them or or if their dad
1: was a bad guy they would they would look for those qualities too. So I think that it definitely is a psychological yeah. thing, well, and, you the, know. I guess this question for me is coming from like I get a ton of people writing into me saying, you know, I'm 54 I feel like a disgusting man if I want to date girls in their 20s, but I do. I do want to date women in their 20s. Is that
3: allowed? And I always say, like, as long as they're over the legal age, like, play ball. Like, have have fun. I don't think there should be shame involved because they're not children. You know, it's not like they're looking to date, like, in the elementary school, like, playground. But, I mean, sometimes the... Bar scene seems just as young as that elementary school playground. So as long as you're into and can handle the fact that maybe she might not be having the conversations you want to have, yeah. and you know what you're in getting into, it's fine. Yeah. Cool. So we just know it's complicated.
1: Yeah. Wonderful. Well, we're going to talk to Adam about all of that because he has some, I guess, some rules about dating younger women or things to do in order to attract younger women to you. Because every time that I've seen, I feel like we're on speed today. We're talking so fast. We but We are. We are. Geez, yeah. we've got to slow blast. down a little bit. We're just so excited to be here. Um, I know. Uh, so every time I see him out, he's 50 plus and he is always with somebody who is between the ages of 25 and 30, super hot and super intelligent. Mm, as well throwing a curveball i know exactly so when we get back we're going to talk to adam galad yeah and we are going to analyze this and talk about dating younger women all so right. Welcome welcome back to the Ask Women podcast. We have Adam Galad with us. He is the author of 10 books. He taught at Stanford. He is uh, Emmy Poetry nominated. Yes, he is a dating expert. And he is banging 22-year-olds I, and I, having
3: I, a lot of I, fun I, at it. I already made this joke earlier, but because of, like, your list of credentials, we need to change your name to just Adam like God instead of we got to take out the <laughs> Adam God. God.
4: You and my, my mom. <laughs> um, no, I'm just thinking about you and my mom. Uh,
3: yeah. <laughs> so,
1: too so tell us okay so what is the secret to dating actually t- tell a little bit about like your dating life and oh, the wow. women that you date because okay. I was saying before you don't just date like hot young women. They are hot young women who are also intelligent and, and awesome and amazing. And
2: has this always been the case or is this something that you've just gotten good at as you've gotten older?
4: Oh, definitely. As I've gotten more experience. We don't like to use the word older. <laughs> um, so no, <laughs> I actually got married when I was twenty three. I was traveling around the world, let a, met a beautiful blonde drill sergeant, sharpshooter, Israeli officer. So she was blonde
3: and an score.
4: And she had an apartment. And um <laughs> And she was like super highly educated, super highly creative, whatever. We just like – I fell in recognition. That's what I always say. It wasn't even love. I just said, I know you. I'm going to marry you. I literally said that.
3: Oh, I like that term. Yeah.
4: So we just, I just knew I was going to marry her. And so we got married. I was like 23.
0: How and- long from when you met her to when you married her? Five months.
4: Wow. Wow. You ever heard the term impetuous youth? (laughs) (laughs) Me. So uh, yeah, I got married really young. We traveled the world, went to grad school together, had kids. We still have kids. And uh, (laughs) I got single, which I always say. I never say I got divorced because I don't define myself as divorced, but I define myself as single. Okay. Um, At age 39, having never really been on a date as an adult, having never gone to a bar. You know, I was, you yeah. know, Chuck E. Cheese, lots of Chuck E. Cheese, lots of Disneyland, lots of playgrounds, no bars, right? right. no wow, that's crazy. So I had no idea how to meet women. And in fact, I still felt married. You know, if you've ever been in a long-term relationship, it was like embarrassing. Plus, I felt like I, you know, my life was crushed because my family was my life and all that. And it was a peace, yeah. peaceful divorce, but still I had no experience. Like, where do you meet girls? I don't know. I'll go back to the playground. No. Yeah. Um, so, the, you know, I did what most sort of married Dads do. I dated all the single moms from the baseball team that I coached. Right. And that was great because it comes with juice boxes and, you know, fruit balls. <laughs> orange and, slices. Yeah, orange slices, right? And when I left in the morning, I was like a sandwich and a bag. <laughs> right. So that was awesome. And I had no idea how to do anything. I was I was really lost. And then someone said, well, have you heard of something called online dating? And I'm like, well, what's that? And they showed me. And I'm like, I can write to them. So, I, you know, I... Mr. Poetry. Yeah, exactly. All my life, I've written poetry. I've written screenplays. I did like 20 TV shows, lots of movies. And so I know how to craft... Feeling through language And so I started writing profiles And it became like this new art form for me And I don't know how long we go back, Marnie but it's like five years You know, all wow. my friends are like What are you meeting all these beautiful women? I'm like, there's this thing called online dating Where you put up a profile And all these women write to you <laughs> And they're like, no, they don't And I said, well, let me see where? your profile And you they had no idea how to communicate wow. with a woman and for me, it was literally like an art form. I would play with it and dropping sort of hints and teases and images and yeah. fantasy words so and sensual hiring language. were inspiring you to. No, or, no, no.
0: Or you're helping them out and writing their profile. Well,
4: I wrote a book about it. So All I was right. writing a movie for Disney, I think, and I wrote on a whim, I wrote a book about how to construct a profile that speaks to women's heart in the language that they actually feel. And kind of the mode is brass balls, tender heart. Like you really have to show both sides of this mm-hmm. thing. Right. And it works, and I sort of published this book online. It became a huge hit, and suddenly I was a dating guru – um, but I had really had by then a couple of years of experiencing a lot of dates you know, a lot of women and a lot of experience. And no, no, no.
2: Let me ask you. Are, what are some mistakes yeah. that men are making? Because I feel that's where they're ruining their chances.
4: Right. So I agree with you. Um, men, here's the thing. And women do it too, by the way. I also have a whole suite of products and programs for women because they make the same mistakes from the other direction. So the mistakes men make, and, and it's a natural mistake. And so you have to have compassion. Men evolved basically over the million years so that we've been around to basically hunt, right? So we hunt, we wink, we go that way, you know, we don't see, we point and we communicate without speaking. So men really haven't evolved to talk very well right. and express their emotions, express their feelings because it wasn't we important. Won't. right? Yeah. It wasn't important, right? Whereas the women were back in the cave or the village or the spa these days, I guess, right. with other women and, uh, and the kids trying to figure out who's on my side, who's not on my side, who's safe. And so women developed speech I and mean, you have five speech centers. We have one. If we damage our speech center in the upper what is it, upper left, uh, 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 what's it called, lobe. We can't talk. you got four fucking backup units. We're pretty awesome. You're awesome that way. And so we call it women's intuition today, right? So women basically communicate, use language to connect, right? Mm -hmm. Men use language to convey information. So most most, uh, online sort of dating uh, profiles for men are what I call garage sale profiles. They're like, okay, (laughs) I'm a lawyer. I've been to 27 countries. I like to (laughs) scuba dive. Date me. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why? Who are you? Where's your heart? What, if, what about your exactly. family? I'm you know? getting no feelings who from your do you profile. Love? Yeah, who do you care about? Like, what do you dream of? You know, what turned you on, right? So, um, so that's the number one mistake. Men communicate like men, which is, again, normal, but you really have to think how can you in- inflame the imagination of a woman who doesn't know you yet? So, like, what I teach in my, in my online dating book is how to um, basically get women to write you first, and that's what happens. So, really? Totally. So you don't
0: even have to like pursue them. Dude, or- I
4: got I am I am you looking at me. I'm five nine. I don't have all my hair. I'm not some tall Greek god at all. I got literally twenty five hundred emails to me last year in a six month period because of the quality of the profiles. Mm-hmm. Because you offer something. You know, you invite them into a world. You craft a world. No matter who you mm. are, you can do this.
1: And you're not lying. It's not like you're making no, up never. a world. Never, oh, of you're, course not. You really do have an exciting world. And even if, like, let's say there are guys who are, who are listening right now saying, oh, well, I work a nine-to-five job and I do this and this. I'm not very interested. Right. What do you say to these it's guys? It's a great
4: question. So and one of the other mistakes, and I'll give you a great example. I always tell them in my book, I tell men, don't write your job title. Because immediately, everyone's nodding, right? Yeah, because you're in a box. Yeah, because you're in a box. You're like, oh, he's a lawyer. I dated a lawyer. Lawyers are assholes. Right. No more lawyers, right? right. So what I, and, and this is about speaking to the heart of a woman because the core of a woman generally is how do I love? How do I feel love? That's generally the dialogue that's going on in most women's minds and bodies. So what you do instead is you talk about how you serve other people, how you connect to other people. So even if you're at a nine-to-five, you don't say what your job is, but you say how you help people. Right, How you connect with people and you talk about the people in your life. I love my friends and you talk about why, you know, I I talk about my high vibing tribe, you know, of, I I do a very high vibing tribe of, you know, entrepreneurial thought leader, crazy people, but whatever you are, you have a tribe, you have a friend's. And it's, you have it of friends. When you have friends. Uh-huh. you You're talk, Italian. You talk about, lo- you know, what you love about the people you work with. You yeah. know, find something positive and human connection. And they're like, oh, this guy's a heart.
3: And that's
0: sexy. Like a woman wants a guy who has a really fun crew. Like I, I think that's the sexiest thing to know that you he has great male friends and like a, like you call them a tribe. Yeah. That's it's a really turn true.
4: on. And, but- and yeah. And the pictures, by the way, <laughs> it's really funny. Um, You know, when you look at guys' pictures online, they'll be like, here I am with my shirt off in the woods. Here I am with my in the shirt off in the basement. here How I am the- I crop, have in the kitchen. The crop
0: with like half of oh, yeah, face. Like, You're right. like, just
4: make it a full crop. Here's where I macheted my ex wife, you know, and you can see part of her face <laughs> sticking so, so, to mine. So, what do you recommend then for pictures? Well,. That's a great question because you mentioned the tribe. So you want to show that you're not a lone wolf. So for men, I recommend this. I recommend four pictures, right, just to make it easy. First of all, don't put 20 pictures because then you're like a needy motherfucker, right? And you're like, look at me, look at me, look at me. Men aren't here for display. Women are here for display. Men are here to discern. So four aspects of yourself. I always say one picture that's um, you being dignified. So in a suit, if you've ever been in a tux, but looking good if if you're on stage – On stage. If you're on stage teaching or in any kind of authority position, women like that, okay? That's number one. Power. Power. Power picture. Number two. Outdoor, athletics, something that shows your body hopefully you're in relative shape, but something that shows you healthy and outdoors so that you're not, like, seen just in, in the bathroom, holding, you know, doing a selfie. <laughs> right. Don't do that. Which yes. I hate. Oh, movies. God. The worst, right? Number three, you want to have a picture of you with your friends. Uh, what is it? Then you with your friends. So a social world so you're not some lone scary wolf because if I had a sister, you know, it's like every guy out there is an axe murderer until proved otherwise. Right. So you want to show that you have friends. Yeah. And don't put a picture with you those hot girls you asked to take a picture with you at the win. You know, when you're in Vegas, because <laughs> when would he go, oh, he hangs around with like little hotties. Why would I want to be with him? Right. Or don't, and don't take, don't even use pictures of you with your, you know, facial hair cousins (laughs) so like to show that you like women the women go ew he hangs out with like ugly girls so something in the middle basically hopefully with guys and girls don't try to show that you're popular so with women just show that you have a social world and then the fourth one should be something fun and provocative so i've done all kinds of crazy things so like the one that well not that crazy but um but one that i use is when i was in the amazon i do crazy shamanic amazon like medicine journeys with in the middle of With I'm,
2: ayahuasca? And- yes, sir. Oh, Life I just watched My a documentary man. about Dude, that. Dude, that, wow. is, that is
4: everyone listening. Ayahuasca, look it up. It's the next phase of humanity. You, it, have, it. <laughs> you have been hanging out with Joe Rogan. I haven't hang out <laughs> with Joe Rogan. Oh, um, I want to talk about
0: that later.
4: Yeah, we will. I mean, but it's it's great. It's mind expansion. But when I was down there, there's this animal called a tapir. It's it's related to the elephant, and it looks kind of like a pig with a big pendulous nose. You've probably dated uh-huh. people like this. Right. Um, <laughs> so... And he came wandering out of this wom- woman, this female, came wandering out of the forest and I was like literally like scratching its stomach. And so we have a picture of me scratching the stomach of this horrific animal, right? And like I put it up yeah, and I Yeah, you can go, love
3: ugly. That's I c- attractive. I know. It got me all
4: the ugliest women we with pendulous noses. Yes, right. That's what I wanted. Go take me. But, uh, but then you put like a funny thing on it. Women will write like, like – What's that animal? Or like, is that a pig? And, I'm, and I would always respond, excuse me, that was my last girlfriend. And I really found that <laughs> offensive. You know, and then suddenly you're having fun online. So you have yeah. – these are like it's – like, it's like those long lines. I forget what they call them. Those fishing lines with lots of little hooks. Your profile should have all those little hooks. Like here's your moral high bar. Here's your electric contrast. Here's your sensual language. Here's your promise of the future. Here's what it feels like to be with me. Here's something funny. Here's something inspiring. And like, oh, wow, there's a complex human being here. Yeah. So whoever you are, you can do that, and I show you how to do that. That's and- wonderful. Wow. Actually, yeah. and
1: I'm going to have a link up on my site. So winggirlmethod.com slash adamg. I'm going to have all that information Gee. there about where to get all of these products. So they, you have an, uh, like so a ton of products yeah. that are wonderful. And, and Adam, Thank look, you. you're, you're an older dude. How old are you? Hey,
4: I'm a man of experience.
2: You're a man of experience,
4: I'm in my late, right? late, 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 late 20s.
2: Okay, so you're in your late, 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 late 20s. But <laughs> internet and, and online dating was not around. When you first started dating? No, people. no, no. I only
4: first started dating like 2001. So. Yeah, and, and it was there.
2: There, there are a lot of people who are against online dating. A lot too. of people who are against and what do you well, what do Eating you,
4: pussy? I don't know. Well, you know, what what do figure you, it out.
2: What do you say to those people that <laughs> I are know people who trouble? say that? What? What do you say to those people that are, that are having trouble meeting people but are against online dating? Well, they're nuts. They're first nuts. of all,
4: the latest yeah. statistics are something like 19% of marriages now start online. It's the second highest way of so meeting. so do like murders. Well, I don't think that's true. I don't think it's true. Look, you can. There's, in my book, I tell especially women, especially women, safety. And I teach men how to like, make sure women feel safe. Always meet in a public place and all that kind of stuff. Um, there's no reason to be against it. 65% I believe of people now online date who are yep. single. Um, there are so many niche sites and there are ways if you do it right – to filter correctly so that you're only meeting the people you really want to meet. I
0: agree. I feel like it's old school thinking. I mean, right. we live in a life now where we have who we are is our personality online. I mean,
1: we're fools to think that it's different for dating. It's like, that's who we are. Yeah. You don't only have to use online dating, you can do other things as well. It's just have, another
4: avenue. Oh, I have a whole system how to use online dating to filter people into your party circuit so that yeah. now you're doing both. And, and you know, where well, you write to them and say, hey, look, you know, I hate online dating, All right? Because it's still that thing. Right. I hate online dating, but you seem really cool. I think you would really fit well into my. Uh, into this uh, group of friends, you know, and wanted not Do you, you call calm- it the party circuit? No. Like I call it, i to like, be part of. Uh, that. I know, right? But it's like, come join my group of friends. We get together every Thursday night at this place, and then you just build a world yeah. from your online and offline worlds and make it natural and normal. Say, bring a friend, bring a guy. I don't care. You sound really cool. I think yeah. I like you.
1: I love that. All well, right. I want to. I want to like transfer this over to younger women. Me so too. For, for you, okay. So you are dating online, and you're meeting a lot of younger women on there who are yeah. approaching you. So, what, so how what, how do you make this happen? What do you do?
4: All right. So we'll take a big step back. So, okay. all right, so, I was married until I was 39, right? Went through most of my 40s and um, have dated women all ages. You know, not Betty White, but, you know, up to Betty White. Right. And <laughs> down to Miley Cyrus. <laughs> well, I guess Selena Gomez turned 21
1: today.
4: <laughs> um, and, you know, I, I didn't start with any prejudice toward one thing or another. And I was really raising my kids through the 40s. They're now in college. And so I'm, um, so I'd have kind of stayed life, right? But now kids are out of the house, right? Yeah i'm free for the first time my <laughs> entire adult life wow. yeah so i'm and i'm free to travel and you know my business is mobile i write and i think and i teach that's what i do and so i could be anywhere and so that's my lifestyle so who am i going to be with women in their 30s generally are looking to get generally looking to get married or have kids which is great you know but i'm not really looking for that right now so that leaves me 20s and 40s 40s Generally, have kids at home. They can't travel, or they have what it called? Jobs. jobs. They have right. jobs. <laughs> oh, what's, what was the thing that people used to nine? have? Right, they have jobs, so they can't travel. Losers. So, yeah, so it leaves me twenties and seventies, basically. So <laughs> yeah. call me old fashioned. I'm gonna go for twenties. Oh so, and here's the amazing. And I promise you, when I first started dating. I had no. I didn't think it was possible. I said, "Why would they want to go out with me?" I had it totally backwards. So here's what's happened. I think in the last 15 years or so, the internet has flattened the world. You know, everybody knows you. You can go to, you can go to. I was in Colombia recently. I was in the Korea. Everyone reads the same thing. They read yeah. the same sites. They yeah. all know BuzzFeed. They all know you know, um, all the same things that we read. They know about the same stuff. So like the world is flattened, and if you're authentically youthful instead of falsely young which is one of the key distinctions I make in in my program for men on how to date younger If you're authentically youthful, meaning you're vital, you're curious, you're interested, you follow what's going on, you're developing yourself emotionally, spiritually, intellectually, physically, socially. You're not miserable, basically. Yeah, you're not. Then you're you're still looking for adventure. Yeah, you're still having adventure, right? And so you're that makes you authentically youthful. So I actually get along better with women in their twenties who are like that. By the way, not just any woman in the twenties. Right. People who are smart and ambitious and who read and who are internet savvy. You know, so we we just get along easily. I mean, my best male friends, you know them, Marnie, are in their 20s. Like how did that happen? Right. Is it
0: right. hard to find? Um, do you? Refer, we were talking about this earlier, like things that you relate to because you have such a different background to things that you know versus what they know, or is that not even? No. A I watched
4: Barney when they were watching Barney just for different reasons. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, That's right. true. He has sons their age, <laughs> so he knows their whole world. No,
4: it's true. I <laughs> thought
1: that was going in a
3: weird
4: sexual direction. <laughs> Me
1: too. <laughs> I was like, where <laughs> are you, you going with this? I <laughs> yes. knew Barney.
4: I knew Barney. No. So it's a great question. Um, in fact, the we're, like again, I don't just date anyone in the twenties, right? So will the first woman who. Who t- wrote to me? She was literally twenty years old. I was like forty nine. And um,
3: do you have your age listed on your profile?
4: Uh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Huh. So um, so she was like twenty, and she was amazingly smart. She she basically came from Eastern Europe. She with her family. She put herself through school. She was getting herself to medical school. Right. She had read all my you know. But she wrote to me because we had the same, same favorite books. I was like, well, this is interesting. And we wrote back and forth. And we ended up being really close. She's on a different side of the country now. But we're still really close. And she's someone – have, we have a lot in common in terms of our interests. And what I tell men is, um, look – don't try to put yourself into their world. I, I have two ways of looking at, at, at how men can carry themselves in the world. And, you know, now the, the only advantage of getting older is perspective, right? right? So young men, naturally, by who they are, are on the hunt, right? You're on the hunt. You're on the hunt for women. You're on the hunt for identity. You're always trying to prove yourself. You're fighting against your father. You're fighting against your bosses. You're saying, this is me. This is my identity. This is my identity. You get to 40 and it's like a roller coaster. Chug, 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 chug. I'm
0: like, oh, you're that guy.
4: And then you look over the yeah, and then you look over the top and you're like, Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're going down. Yeah, I'm gonna have a good time, and so something really shifts. When they say life begins at 40, that kind of happens. So, kind of, if you're awake and, and awake to who you are and awake to possibilities today, you're kind of in the same state as young 20s because you're okay. I'm gonna live my life. I'm not gonna get caught up in social expectations or, or bolstering my stupid ego. Going back to ayahuasca, you know, I'm not, it's like not that important to me anymore to prove my identity. I'm really here to live my life. Right. right? So that kind of happened to me at 40. Um. So when when you're in this phase of life where you've basically got your identity – and women tell me this all the time. I always ask younger women, why do you date guys who are older? And they go – they know who they are. They're not children. Right. right? They And another thing they always say is they pay more attention to me. Like they, they're more interested in who I am. And it's, and it's not a slight like young guys suck. It's not that. It's that young guys are – for very good reasons, building their identity, they're more concerned with their own. Yeah,
1: they're you know, focusing trage- on themselves. They have to, and they should. Nature, right? yeah.
4: Whereas I got lots of time to talk to somebody, and I also bring something. You know, if you have some experience, you you can bring experience. You can bring mentorship. You can bring ideas, uh, contacts. You know, you have more inspiration to offer, and you for have sure. more interest in them. And here's a note for any dads listening, by the way. I have found that one of the most um, useful or attractive. Things that I have, qualities that I have, it's just I'm naturally attentive because I raised babies, you know, right. into adulthood. So I know it. I watch them. I know what's going on. I know when they're not safe. So I'm naturally attentive and protective, which is something young guys generally don't think about. So th- there are lots of reasons younger women are attracted to guys of experience. For sure. What's
3: happened? Have there been any examples with these younger women and coming in contact with your children? Oh yeah. Like what's the dynamic there?
4: Oh they they get on great. <laughs> like I'm really sure they do friends. Yeah. They're like <laughs> they're like oh yeah, yeah, do, you like, like, yeah, yeah. Like, do you have a copy of the homework? Like that. Right. I yeah. was <laughs> no, kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, I'm on
1: Facebook. <laughs> well what tell me about women in their twenties. Because you were saying women in their thirties are like this. Women in their forties are like this. Not everybody, but yeah, okay. But tell me about women who are in their twenties. Because even for guys who are twenty yeah. who are listening to this, um, I want them to know what women in their twenties are like, what they're going through. And you know, right. we can obviously chime in because we were women in our twenties. Yeah. 20s, but I'd love to hear what you have to
4: say. Well, I mean, this is just from my experience. I've never been a woman in my twenties. I've thought about it. But right. I have not been one. Um, so I got I gotta stop listening to the Dan Savage um, podcast. <laughs> um so am um, this is my experience, right? So it's just it's a it's a slice of life. Um everything is available today. If you're at all awake to what the fuck is going on in the history of humanity, if you have any perspective. Everything is available for the first time in human history. Yeah. All yeah. knowledge is available, right? So, women who are awake to that realize that they can create what they want in the world, right? So, the ones that I know are highly ambitious. They read a lot. They're aware of what's going on. They know, they've read the game. They know all the tricks. They, they, don't, you know, they don't want to be bothered with bullshit, right? right? And they can see through it quickly. So, they want to expand their world and they really want to experience the world. Kind of like, I, I mean, I was like that anyway before the internet. So, like, my version of the Internet was the New York Times growing up in New York, right? So it's really funny. I can, like, trace my early life through which section i would pull out first so first it was the sports section right follow the mets follow the knicks all that <laughs> then it was the magazine section and the back of the magazine section was this magical lamp for
3: my me. favorite's always the obituaries oh yeah very nice
4: <laughs> <laughs> we will not be hanging out <laughs> <laughs> but um but um yeah people love the obituaries because you learn about the world right you learn about cool people well it's funny or you just like when people die no, yeah okay <laughs> that's, that's sweet. <laughs> I'm glad I'm on this side of the table. <laughs> yeah, well. Um, but so the back of the magazine section is this magical thing when I was growing up. Because first of all, are pictures of like castles and houses that were for sale around the world. Oh, yeah. Like, real, like high-end real estate. And I was like in suburbia. And I'm like, yeah, castles, like villas. And I would learn about People all those places. People this. People live like this. And then there were like adventure tours and then student exchange tours. And we had no money, right? right? And so I would dream of traveling the world. And I did it. I ended up like working three jobs, including janitor of town hall. And I was like, fifteen I sent myself wow. to Europe and I was like the first one in my group who ever went to Europe. Wow. That's all I wanted to do is explore and see the world. Well today, you know, people in their twenties who are awake to what's possible, who aren't like stuck in their religious or cultural or parental, you know, strictures, can see that they can do anything today. You can go anywhere in the world. And so That's sort of my natural way of being, and that's the kind of person I'm attracted to. So, yeah, I find that women um, feel like anything's possible and they really want to live their life, especially in their 20s, before they do have kids, because that does, you know, that does slow you down. For sure. On the traveling thing for a while. So yeah. there's they're excited about life. And I yeah. don't mean to put down other women by the way, I, I always try to make a point of this. It's not like women in their forties are like bitter, angry bitches, you know. <laughs> um, but you know, they've got more to worry about. They've got yeah. mortgages, they've got kids, they got husbands, they have more on their plate. So younger women are, are more enthusiastic about living life, you know, which is a, a very revitalizing thing for a guy too, to be oh. around that.
1: Well, yeah, that was a good I answer um, I actually want to go into Analyze this right now because we have a caller on the yeah. line and he's been waiting for a very long time to yes. speak to us and Adam hopefully you'll stick around to answer some of these questions sure. so what we do for Analyze This is we have writers, uh, people write in emails to us or call us on the phone and they give us a situation that they're having with a woman or with a man and then we break it down for them and analyze this
4: it's kind of like being married again Pretty much.
1: alright <laughs> <laughs> right, so d- hello who's there? Hello? Yeah, it's me, Kendall. Hi, Kendall. Hey, Kendall. How are you?
4: Hey, guys. Uh, Listen, just want to say how I love your show. I I, I never miss it.
1: (laughs) That feels awesome. (laughs) We love you, Kendall. Yeah, Yeah, you're great.
4: Well, uh, well, yeah, I actually have a question for you. It's been kind of you
0: guys are the perfect people to ask this. You know, are women really uh, are the looks really matter
1: to women? Do looks really matter to women? That's funny because we were just talking about that before. So actually, I'm going to let Adam answer this question. So we have Adam Galad with us right now, and he is a dating expert. He's written 10 books. We've been talking about dating online and dating younger women, and I think he is the perfect person to answer this question. Mm
4: -hmm. Okay. Hey, man, how are you? How are you? Hey, hey man. All right. So I just want to, you know, I've I've always
0: had this. I've always kind of struggled with this. Uh, You know, are are the looks really matter to women?
4: Okay.
3: Our, you know, our- yeah, we've got it. He'll, he'll take so care. So men, me. men
4: <laughs> you know, there, there's an <laughs> old it. truism, and it's a truism because it's true. Is that men tend to be much more visual, right? And I can go into the whole evolution of male vision, right? Yeah. Just, if something just moves on the periphery, we're like alert to it. Women aren't. So mm-hmm. I won't get into that. So we tend to be more visual in general because we've lived our life through our eyes. Women, mm-hmm. yeah, of course. On one level, yeah. women do care, of course. But there's, but I want to put a big caveat on this. What really attracts women to men, I think, on a deeper level, and there are always variations, right, right? Um, is do they admire you? Uh-huh. Are you a yeah, man yeah. who they actually admire? And it has absolutely been my experience with them and I work with and everything is if you're an admirable man, if you're doing something worthwhile in your life, if you carry yourself with dignity, if you're, if you're, if yeah, you're serving sure. the community and serving the world in any kind of noble way, women are like, yeah. God, I like that guy. And you cannot be the best looking guy in the world and still attract highly attractive women. So. All that said and done, yeah. Take care of your health. Don't drink Coca Cola. I hope you're not a yeah. sponsor. You know, like watch <laughs> your food, work out, stay healthy and vital. But yeah. know that the the uh, in general, women want to look up to their man. And
3: yeah. yeah, and Adam was talking earlier about um, with the online dating profiles where you see yeah. the heart, where he really makes his profile so you can see the heart of a man, and really, truly, what it boils down to is if a woman's attracted to your heart and who you are. Yeah, I, like I've no. Yeah, and I've had several situations in my life where I've been very, very, very attracted to definitely not the most um, hands, tr- traditionally handsome man. So, you know, it just, again, yeah, varies case to case, but it's, the opportunity is always there. And, and,
2: and look, my friend, if if you don't feel that you're worthy enough or you don't feel like you're good-looking enough, that's what mm-hmm. you're going to project to people. It, yeah, you can you, tell. You need to think yeah, about I, yourself that, like, Yeah, I've read that in Marty's book and stuff, yeah. It's also,
0: Kendall, it's one of those things where women are really attracted to men who treat the people in their life... Um, well, there's nothing sexier uh-huh. to me than seeing how you know a man treats his mom, how he treats his friends. Yeah. So it's like you know when you start to radiate that and start to really do some work on your inner self and the way that you, what you're projecting, what most of what you're putting out there, that's how you're yeah. really going to start to change things, and you're going to feel that change. I will
3: say, I will, I will yeah. say this: there has been one underlying common denominator amongst uh-huh. the guys that I've been attracted to who aren't the most physically attractive. Seinfeld is, is, is well, David. yes, yeah. yes, their love of Seinfeld felt um is their confidence level has been high they haven't had that insecurity so i think what what is important to work on is having the confidence to go along with all those great attributes because if you yeah, don't feel great right 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 about yeah, your yeah. looks but you're doing all these nice things it's not going to bring in the women the way that you would hope you know you well, have to have that well, I'm gonna,
1: i'll tell you a quick story um, so I was out with my girlfriend uh, months ago now, but she leaned over to me and said, that guy over there is so super hot. He looked like an Abercrombie model. She's like, I want to <laughs> talk to him. So I was like, all right, well then go talk to him. She's like, I don't know how to. So I tapped him on the shoulder and said, this is my friend. And he was like blah. giant shoulder. Yeah, exactly. was like swerving, <laughs> around. Yeah, swerving around. Yeah, the Kendall swerving around. And so they <laughs> had a conversation for about 15 minutes and I started talking to somebody else and she came back up to me and said, Marnie, I was giving you the help me eyes for the past 13 minutes I wanted you to save me from that conversation he was good looking but he was the most unattractive man I've ever talked to of and I thought yeah. that that was an interesting statement because she was bored out of her mind yeah. so uh, if so right. for so for us yes looks are important okay that's what we see first before we see who you're who you are and what your character is and that's what yeah, really yeah. helps us shape how we perceive you
4: yeah and and there's a lo- there's so much to say I about know. this yeah. i i have a friend who's uh she's a she's a playboy model uh, covered girl, twice. Also, two degrees, Rice University, no slouch. Like an amazing young woman, right? Did
1: you say no slouch?
4: Yeah. She's no slouch. She oh, I thought no like – she's like her back is – Yeah, she, She's has <laughs> great posture. Like, I'm all about posture. That's I like, all I care about. What are you about. talking about? Yeah. But she Just was – <laughs> She called me from a rooftop uh, bar. I think it was in Denver. And, yeah, and yeah. she's like, I'm sitting here with this amazingly beautiful friend of mine and nobody's – Walking up. No one's talking to us. They're afraid. And then she, she walked to the elevator and everybody rushed her. Like, right? Very typical thing. What happens is with very good-looking people, we have a, a male friend in common okay. who – um, been on the show. Yeah, okay. So who and, – and what happens with really good-looking pe- people, either they don't develop the other aspects of their personality yep. so that they make a great partner because they don't have syndrome. to. right? Or Pretty yeah. boy syndrome. We live in L.A. Or the opposite is they don't trust – people's love yeah. and affection yeah so they're always pushing away they become emotionally very unstable and they can't love because they never because they're they get so much attention for not who they are but what they look like that they don't trust love so looks yeah. are way overrated when it comes to actual happiness
1: i, completely I agree, agree. Yeah. well i hope that answers your question but and thanks yeah. for calling in
0: oh absolutely i i actually I like
4: really think the best
1: podcast like I've, I've, I've ever really oh, what? I love you Kendall! we <laughs> yeah. love you, you can call in every single day, I'll give you my cell phone number later <laughs> oh, no, no, no. but, but, thank, but you. thank you
4: thanks for, thanks for answering, Th- thank go you. get them have, have a good show <laughs> thanks, thanks Kendall alright,
1: I have some more questions so I, I want to pick the best one actually, okay so here is another question, alright, he says hello everyone, this is from Arthur I've been working part time and temp. Jobs for the last year or so, I've been fortunate to receive financial help from my family. But the downside or upside is I'm living at home. I want to start dating, but part of me is unsure if the women I want will want a man in my situation. Should I concentrate on finding a full time job and moving out before I try dating? P.S. Love your show, and Marnie's Wing Girl Method saved my life when it comes to interacting and attracting women. Thanks, Arthur. He's to throw that. Uh-huh. In uh-huh. um, but yeah, so so, what do you have to say to Arthur? Is is that like? Uh, I'm curious what stage I'm, of his life he's in yeah, because we've see. all
0: had the time where we, after college, or I'll tell myself that we all move back home and you're hanging out in dad's basement, and um, that's okay, you know. But I think if he's thirty or if he's getting up there, like absolutely. Women want a man who is independent, and who's making his own money. Yeah, I mean, but, but it
2: also depends on what age the woman is you're meeting and what stage of life she's in yeah. herself. You know, I, it just it, it depends, and it depends on what he's looking for. If he's looking for a woman that's serious and wants to settle down and have kids and all those types of things, um, she's probably looking for those things. But if you, like like our our friend over here was saying. If you're a good – look, if, if you have a good perspective on life, if you're adventurous, you have a good attitude, it really doesn't matter where you are living in your financial situation. People are attracted to that, and that might matter down the line. Yeah, it's going
0: to be weird when you go upstairs and your mom's like, oh, good morning, you guys. Yeah. Did you want to It's definitely bubbles? not an
2: asset.
4: However, I want to say something really important about um, um, mobility in a sense. I always say when I teach, I always say a man with a plan is sexy. Mm -hmm. A man without a plan is not sexy. All the girls are nodding. Yeah, okay. So that means on a date, like you have a plan. Like I have a whole thing in my book called state the date, claim the date. Here's what's going to happen. Bam, right? I'm going to create an experience for you because I'm the guy. But a man who's in motion in his life, you could be living at home and working on your own company or studying for your whatever degree, but if you're in motion – that's the good, that's the important thing. If a woman, you can have a great job, but be a static motherfucker and not growing emotionally or any other Absolutely. way and have lots of money and be like no. that guy with the It's shoulders. the way that you
1: frame something. It's not about the position that you're in. It's the way that you think about it, the way that you framed other people. The way and- I
4: call it is be the ride women want to get on. And yes, yep. it's a double entendre, but it's also true. Like, be the ride women want to get on. Invite them into your life.
0: And I love the way that you put that because I'd never had really broken it down or articulated it like that. But knowing that you're in motion and you see a guy's path and what he's doing, and you guys vice versa, you don't want to date a girl who's just she has a great job but she's bored out of her mind. that's boring, you know. It's like I think it's an equal thing. And absolutely, you want way someone- of so so.
1: It. How does he present this then? So if he is going on a date with a girl and she says, "Where do you live?" and he says, "Well, with my parents," like what I think is- he should
4: be focusing on his, his what he should be focusing on his finances. He should For get sure. out of there. Absolutely. Okay. He, so asked he, what he shouldn't
1: you be dating right now? If
4: I was him, I would. I would say get your life together. And come from a place of power.
1: Did he? He didn't say how old he was. No, he didn't say how old he was.
4: Could could he at least? So you said
1: for him. So you're saying right now, like, take six months and just say, I'm not dating these six months, but I'm going to work my ass off. I'm going to be the right.
4: Yeah, absolutely. I would put my attention there. Sure.
1: So what if it is a guy who maybe isn't as motivated and who is living at his parents' home for two years? Can he still date? Does he still have go to CVS
3: and date one of
1: the cashiers?
4: My mother works at CVS.
3: (laughs) Your mom again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, the thing is, is like. Is he saying, am I, am I perceived as a total loser? Basically, like, do I have the right to be dating right now?
2: It sounds Be like, honest. It sounds like he thinks he's a total loser. Yeah. And he, he needs to get out of that mental state because that's going to bring him nowhere but down, not only in a relationship way but in a life way. <laughs>
0: yeah, I got to say this because I can't help but just hold this in. Um, one time was really drunk out and um, met a guy. In my mind, God, he was hot. He was charming. He was tall. And he had ironic glasses. The next uh, <laughs> he asked me out and, uh, yeah, I was, like, into it, super stoked about it. We met out at a bar and I got there, and we started talking, and he forgot his credit card. I was like, all right, whatever. And then I found out he lived at home. And I got to be honest, man, it changed everything. I went home. I was like, sorry, man, I'm out. It's and how old like, uh, I was 25. Okay, You know? It's like, you gotta see a man in motion though, and I didn't see a man in motion. But that's different, so you he wasn't an exciting person. No, but when I found out he lived at home and I didn't know, and also, beer, huge beer goggles, by the way.
1: <laughs> so was a thing. <laughs> the
0: that, that's that's real. So.
1: No, that's an, honest, that's an honest response. Okay, so Arthur, hopefully that gave you some answers. I really like what Adam <laughs> had to say. Because you were saying, you know, I have some part-time jobs and temp jobs for right now, which which makes it sound like, you know, you're not really sure what you're doing with your life, so maybe make a plan. Take six months to do it, and then to execute that plan and then afterwards when things are happening for you things are in motion that's when you can start dating again
3: yeah and lastly i just want to say this when you're doing something that you're not proud of you're not happy and then you won't be happy with the person you're with just
4: because you're not happy
3: with yourself so it's deep kristen
1: that's good it's rare from
4: reading all those obituaries (laughs) exactly (laughs) that was a quote in one of them um
1: okay here is the next question from sean from virginia beach and this is actually gonna be our last one uh how much would it bother you if i started dating if, wait, if you started dating a new guy and an ex hookup is in his group of friends, do women just instinctively know that you've hooked up with this girl? Would that get brought up in their conversation? How do I handle it when my date asks, who's that girl who's being so friendly to me? I'm not really sure of a good way to say, oh, that's the future you joke. But seriously, uh, Sean in Virginia Beach. So he's saying, like, should he tell this new girl that he's dating that? you slept with another girl in your friendship circle? Like, when do you bring that up? Does that make sense?
4: I think I need to chart this out like a
2: football. <laughs> yeah. so, 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 so let me get this straight. He has a bunch of girlfriends and he's, he's hooked up with almost all of them. I think
0: them. he's referring to one or in one. his friend group, in right? In his friend group. So they used and to bang and now she's in the and friend group and now this new girl he's going to bring around. But why did he say they're, they're still friendly or she's still, like, really friendly to him? That I don't know. Was that, like that's the interesting point flag. for me, nice. too, Good that catch. she's
1: acting <laughs> overly friendly to right. you. So, if you're flirting with another girl, then obviously well, you're yeah, no, friendly right. to
2: her, Well, well not to okay. him. That, that's that's first of all, don't bring your new girlfriend into that lion's den because this girl that you used to hook up with is probably going to try and sabotage you in some way. Depending on the girl, yeah, yes. Yeah. I, had this, I had this situation, so it depends on the emotional maturity of both the girls, basically.
4: Huh. So if, like, I had this situation, you know, you know, the woman I've been dating last, yes. Yeah. And so I said, well, "We're going to go to this party. It's it's an amazing, like, big Hollywood party." But like, my, my ex girlfriend invited me, and she's with this guy, and they're totally in love. And don't worry about it. And she's, she was like, "All right." I almost lost the girl because of this, because the ex girlfriend, because she's not emotionally mature. Like, let the new one know that she had dibs on me in some kind of way. Like she, would, she was really crass and really sexual in a joking way but in a really inappropriate way. Right. And I almost lost the new girl that night. Um, so she didn't have the emotional maturity. But if the person – I also have many girlfriends who I, have been really important to me who are still in my life. And they'll meet each other and there's always a little bit of you – know, there's always a little bit of energy. But if the, if the, the old girlfriend, the ex-girlfriend whatever or the ex-woman – is oh, she's probably still a woman, is uh, is cool <laughs> about know. it Let's and, hope so. and doesn't make that kind of claim on the man, that's good. And if the new woman is... Um, Emotionally, sort of self-validating and knows herself and feels confident in their relationship, it shouldn't be a big deal. Mm-hmm. How often does that happen? I would probably say less than 50%. For yeah. sure, yeah. But It's certainly possible, but it depends so, on the emotional. So mentality. should
1: he tell her that he's hooked up with this other girl
4: in his friendship
3: well, circle? Well, y- you said that yeah. she is acting
1: By the way, yes. very, very yeah, friendly. Yeah, because
4: she's going to know right away. Yeah, she's going to oh, know yeah. anyway. And it's... And it's I, we I, know everything. They do. I always tell men that. So I have this program you could link up to it called The Boldness Code about like being bold. like meaning And that, what that means is make your truth and make your will felt cleanly in the world without hesitation or shyness or shame on the one hand or on the other hand without any kind of manipulation or bullying just say it I just want you to know before you walk in that you know I used to go out with this woman and it's over and I just wanted you to know that so you were up to date that's fucking respectful of the new woman
1: I I mm. I think so as well, because um, I had that situation, actually, uh, where my husband, I would say, didn't do it correctly because it, it feels uncomfortable to be the person in the dark, especially when other people around, you know, something's going on. Right. And one of his best female friends who I actually felt no animosity towards, I hadn't really met her for the first year and a half of our relationship, but he never That's mentioned what it to it was me that, right that they had hooked up at one point. like They actually did one time out of their 20-year friendship that they had hooked up. And we were at uh, our place and his sister was in town or a friend of his was over who's just like an asshole and wanted to cause trouble and he made a joke about it and everybody in the room got quiet for a second. And I was like, something's not right here. Something feels very uncomfortable that I am not aware of and I don't know what it is. And I sort of just like brushed under the carpet and I went into the kitchen and my husband said to me, I have to tell you something that I never brought up before in the past because it doesn't mean anything, but here Here's what happened. I want to tell yeah. you about it. And I was happy he told me, but I, I do wish he had told me earlier about that because I'd interacted with her. I went to her what? Not that it's a big deal, it her, but it yeah. just, yeah, but it, I, I, he was just inside of her at one point. It's not that big a deal. But, um, <laughs> but who wasn't? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but it did. It, it it, made me feel very much in the dark and I felt lied to and I didn't like that. So I I, I agree with what you guys are saying that you should definitely be bold and own who you are, you have feelings for this new girl now, yeah. but say, you know what, I, I used to hook up with that girl, and, but I'm totally into I, you right I, now.
2: I wouldn't say it that way. And this, oh, well, I'm sorry. Yeah. This used <laughs> to aimily penetrate her on Friday yeah. evenings. This never is really Details are not important. Yeah, I, I feel true. this is never a win situation for the man. I have girls who, I, I we have a really close group of friends from high school, and there's about four girls in it. I've hooked up with all of them. I, I'm just one of those guys where I hook up with my girlfriends because after hanging out with girls for a while and your sexual shit happens. So,
3: Mo, is that where our relationship's going?
2: Well, yeah. <laughs> okay, I, go I, if I'm I was single, I was, he has those big group roofie dinners. If, yeah. if I was single yeah. and you girls were all single, I would probably go there. But because of it, my my girlfriend has never gotten along with these girls. Really, and they, I can see why. And, and though to this day they and it's become a real problem for her to where I I've, I've really cut off my girlfriends from high school because you know I had to make the decision as a man moving yeah. forward. If this is the woman that I love and is there for me in my life, these old relationships I have. Are not as important, and you really got to weigh that out. So for they're this, not,
3: but you also are still a human being who had a history.
2: Yeah, yeah, but but you know that ego of well, I, I will know bros before hoes, or I got to stick up for my friends. Well, look, whoever your partner is, or your or the person your relationship is, you're in with, needs to be a, a good friend or your best friend if, for that matter. Or, all, your or your only friend, or your, or your only friend in your case, yeah. exactly. So, but what I'm saying for this guy is, if this does become a problem for his lady and you have to make a choice like don't make that be a deal breaker if you really love your woman because
1: what when, when I at agree. what point do you tell her like at what point do you before bring they up? physically mid sex before they yeah, physically mid-sex. meet. But let's say it was a girl that you
3: kind of just hooked up with a couple of times. Do you have to tell her? I think if you, I just think if you are connected to the other person in the moment, any time is fine if you guys are really understanding toward toward one and another. And how do you how do you say because you were saying the way that I said it was incorrect? <laughs> I used to bang this girl. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so what is the right way that is respectful that won't cause the pot to
4: be stirred? Well, also looking from a guy's point of view, if I'm with a woman and she's with a guy, I want to know. If I meet him, because yeah. then yeah. I'm the big doofus going, "Hey, yeah. dude, let's right. be pals." And that's what happened to and Marty. It. It's yeah.
0: like when you're in that position, nothing's worse than feeling like you're the weirdo. Who you're didn't the know sucker, and, and, and yeah. they're all snickering about it, and there right. you are. So you got to tell them before. I think early on, too.
4: Can I tell you that's the arrangement sure. I had with the woman I've been dating the last couple of years? Marty knows her. She's magnificent. She's awesome. but by the way, she's. Forty, I guess forty-one. So I don't want to correct any like idea that I only date like really young girls. But she's oh, she's stunning, right? At Forty, like no one would believe it. Yeah. But um, she made a deal with me in the beginning. Um, it's, I call it kind of the man whore contract. And she okay. said, that's what she calls it. Um, she said, he, here's the thing. Because I said to her, like a lot of the women I've dated are still part of my life. I've started a number of them in business, and we're still friends. I mean, I like them. And I said, and she said, you know, it's okay that if you're going to see somebody. But here's the deal I'd like to have. If you're going to see someone for lunch or something, um, just let me know. Like no surprises. That's a great deal. Like straight honest. So I'm going to meet this person for lunch today. There's nothing going on, right? But we're friends. I help her out. She helps me out, whatever. Or, you know, various people in, in my past life. But the deal was that she always knew. So there, no, there was nothing hidden. And I think that's the really yep. mature way of having yeah, a relationship. I think so The truth.
1: Because when you start hiding it, then it can't, especially women, women can feel it when you're like holding something back or like
3: tippy-toeing around something. I had that situation happen where I was the, I guess you could say aggressor, where it came down on me. I had a really good friend in Chicago come into town and I had never mentioned, he was my best friend when I was in the school in Chicago and I had never really talked about him generally with my boyfriend. So he came to LA. I didn't know how to handle it. So... I thought, well, if I just bring him up now, now it's going to seem weird. So then I just met up with him and was like, hey, let's go write for a little bit because we went to like a writing school together. And I just figured totally innocent, but I just am not telling my boyfriend because I don't know how. So I didn't. He found out and it was like shit hit the fan because then he thinks I'm trying to hide something that we had something going on. And it clearly was not that. It just I hadn't come out with it. So get it it out in the open
0: early. If this is a situation, you got to get this out in the open and be honest, you know. The so.
4: truth shall set you
1: free. It shall, it you shall. Know, and are it, are if the other words. person can't handle the, the truth, that's, that's on their side the ayahuasca talking,
4: I, isn't it? Uh, no, well, it's lifetime. Okay, yeah. just, as a, just as a crazy sort of side yeah. note, I wasn't going to talk about this, but I've actually started writing a series of short Amazon books called The Character of Masculine Attraction, and the first mm. one is called Tell the Truth. Ah. So it's a little cheapo on Amazon just it's not out yet. It'll be out uh, in July in August 2013. I just love a it. small little book. I love
1: it. Fantastic. I well, definitely all character
4: qualities. Yeah. I
1: love that. Yeah. I think yeah. that I think that's really needed for a lot of men. Well, I I mm. uh, we have been talking up a storm. My throat is actually hurting from this conversation. <laughs> I um, learned so much. I know. About the and online we did it so fast, too. Mm. Mm. Um but thank you Adam so much for being on the show. Oh, if no, you pleasure. want to get more information on Adam, go to my website winggirlmethod.com/ Adam G. And that will... Uh, I'll, I'll have it point towards um, the boldness code and like all of your other... We'll uh, uh, amazing, a of or, uh, tons of other stuff from Adam, but thank you so much for being here. Uh, okay, if you guys want us... I'm like racing now. To write in questions, write to ask at askwomenpodcast.com. Please follow us on Twitter at askwomenpodcast. What else do we got? Well, Adam, do you have a Twitter? Oh, yeah, do you have a Twitter? Uh,
4: Facebook. We do uh, Adam Gillard today on Facebook. My Twitter is Adam Gillard. G-I-L-A-D, Adam Gillard.
1: Perfect. All right. Well, thank you guys and thank you girls for listening. We will see you next time on the Ask Women podcast.
0: We love hearing from you, so keep on sending in your tweets, you guys. We love reading all of them, and don't miss out on the chance to take our very important listener survey at podcast1.com. Your responses will help us make this show the very best it can be. It only takes about three minutes of your time, and will help you get, get the instant gratification that comes with knowing you helped us out. We will love you for us, what we're saying. You can tell us how you really feel about the show and how to help us get to know you better. So do it now. Take the survey at podcast1.com. That's Podcast. S-O-N-E dot com. And keep those tweets coming because we love you so very much. Thanks.